There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com. Kim Kardashian this morning. You know, we all have our own personal taste when it comes to Christmas decorations, don't we? What we like. Some people like the glittery, shiny stuff. Some people like the earthy stuff. Well, Kim Kardashian has unveiled her Christmas decorations in a series of videos, and they are a bit non-traditional. In fact, the Internet seems to think that they look a lot like sex toys. Oh. (laughs) They're... Supposed to be abstract trees. They're all white and they come in a bunch of different shapes and sizes and they're made of plush fabric. She says, I love these. They're so whimsical, like Whoville, but all white. Mm. I, after looking at the pictures that Fritz showed me, I think they look more like tampons. They do look like giant tampons. Huge, massive tampons. I mean, I think they're cool. Well, somebody put on Instagram, they put a picture of a non-applicator tampon right next to her tree, and it is like the exact same. (laughs) But her all-white tree with the all-white lights is gorgeous. Wow. There are some things that are super pretty. How she get away with this all-white stuff? She has like four or five kids, doesn't she? Uh, They must not be allowed in the house. They have to be followed around with just, you (laughs) know, what is that, a tide stick? Something. Something, constantly. Hmm. They must have their own wing of stuff that they're allowed to touch, and this is like the adult, you can't come onto the white carpet room. I mean, that really is the trick, is you find the kid gets their own that they can do with whatever they want. Yeah. Well, came across this over the weekend. We've seen some best movies of the year lists, and now Rolling Stone has rolled out a list of the 10 worst movies in 2019, and it's merely based on their own critics' opinions, but I'll go through the list, and you can uh, weigh in as to whether or not you agree or disagree. John Favreau's photorealistic ripoff of Disney's Lion King classic. I didn't see it. I didn't see it. Uh, the magazine says it re- represents a toxic trend. It's a corporate product minus the heart, soul, and any hint of originality. The Kitchen was another one that got a lot of hype because it had Melissa McCarthy, if you remember, Elizabeth Moss, Tiffany Haddish. Um, that movie was panned because they said the movie buried these stars' talents in a misbegotten 70s mobster movie. It's a true criminal offense. Hmm. Gemini Man was another one with Will Smith. Oscar-winning director Ang Lee gets so caught up in making Will Smith a digitized younger version of himself that he forgets to craft a watchable movie. 
The Goldfinch also got panned. That was an all-star cast that went down in flames. Uh, Where'd You Go, Bernadette with Kate Blanchett. The Dead Don't Die, 21 Bridges, Midway, Glass. What happens when M. Night Shyamalan jams the characters from Split and Unbreakable into one doubled-up sequel, an incoherent, god-awful mess? Have you guys heard of any of these or watched any of them? Well, Gemini Man was that Will Smith. That was the one with uh, him chasing after the hitman who turned out to be a version of himself. That They were running trailers all over the place for that. The Kitchen was a big one with all those female stars in it with Melissa McCarthy and Elizabeth Moss. And then Last Christmas, who stars oh, the yeah, girl Amelia from... Clark. Yeah. And, yeah. The, and the guy from the um, the Asian movie, Henry, what's his name? I can't remember. Crazy, Crazy Rich, Rich Asians. Yes. He's so cute. An indigestible blend of holiday rom-com and ghost story with zero chemistry lovers and zero reason to exist. Now, you know, making a movie has got to be... You know, you think about it, it's got to be so... Hard. hard. I mean, you start with the script and you think you got this great script and you hire these amazing actors and you think you have this amazing storyline and you got a great director and producer because all of these films, I mean, there were big names involved. Sure. And you probably don't really know what you've got yeah. until mm-hmm. you're sitting in that editing room and you start making the cuts and the slices and piecing it all together. True. And a lot of these were original ideas. You know, they were yeah. trying to do something original. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, that's why they sucked. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> but oh, it's just hard. stick with superheroes. I feel yeah. yeah sometimes, it's, it's, well, just, sometimes there have been some bad ones of those too. There? You don't Ryan have, Reynolds, Green Lantern. You don't have to get real deep on these movies and try to convince me of some political spin. I just want to watch a romantic Hallmark movie. <laughs> Always feel confident on your second date with help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at five one three seven nine one forty four forty. Or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like this A list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. I'm just saying. I don't Everybody's need anything got deep. Their thing. I just need a happy ending in a town in Vermont. Yeah. <laughs> Sesame Street legend Carol Spinney died yesterday. The man was 85 years old. He is uh, He's the legend behind Big Bird and Oscar the Grouch on mm. Sesame Street. Uh, no word on the cause of death this morning, but his, his family says he'd been living with a movement disorder called dystonia for some time. Uh, but Spinney was the Muppeteer behind Big Bird and Oscar the Grouch for almost half a century. He was with the show when it started in 1969. And he only retired last year. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That's a that's a love, right? He actually stopped getting inside the Big Bird costume in 2015 because it was so physically I, I, demanding. I would guess that that thing is heavy. Yeah, the head alone weighs five pounds. And he had to hold it up with his wow. right arm while working so the mouth and facial expressions with his hand. But he continued providing the voice until his retirement. 
Wow. Yeah. He's also the voice of the voice of Oscar the Grouch. You're a sneaker that's tattered and worn. It's awful, the holes and the laces are torn. A gift from my mother the day I was born. I love it because it's trash. That's a oh, classic. I love trash. Love trash. Anything dirty or dingy or dusty. <laughs> he won five daytime Emmys. And a Lifetime Achievement Award from the National Academy of Television Arts and Sciences. And he was also the subject of a documentary that came out in 2014 called I Am Big Bird. My name is Carol Spinney. Big Bird and Oscar are two of the most famous characters on planet Earth. Here I am. Yet Carol, people don't know who he is. How'd you get that job? Jim Henson saw me performing. Jim Henson was a true genius. The world was waiting for a change, I think, and we were part of it. But I was worried about doing good puppetry. I said, I'm not good enough to be a Muppeteer. You're a sweetheart. Oh, I I'm terrible. Big Bird and Oscar take us around the world. This is the Great Wall of China. Every time he mentioned Big Bird, the place erupted. I mean, just look at the legacy. Carol's been doing it from day one. The Daytime Emmy Lifetime Achievement Award. Thank you, everybody. Big Bird is the most well-known children's character in the world. And that's due to Carol. All these decades of pure love, that, of course, is the true secret to Big Bird. Yeah, Carol Spinney gone at the age of 85. Mm, A life well lived. Years ago, we got a chance to talk to him, and he was such a kind man, even in the interview. I felt like you could tell I was talking to Bird. <laughs> it's so genuine and sincere mm-hmm. and authentic, and you know it was the real deal. Yeah, and yeah. it was cool we got to talk to Big Bird too in the same interview. That's awesome that they both came. I'll have to see if I can find some of that audio. <laughs> oh, for sure, that would be That'd amazing. Be awesome. Yeah. We also learned over the weekend, rapper Juice World passed away early yesterday at Chicago's Midway Airport when he suffered a seizure shortly after getting off a plane from California. He was only 21 years old. And there's no so word sad. on what caused the seizure. Sources say he was bleeding from the mouth, but still conscious when he was taken away by paramedics. He died later at the hospital. But this guy, I mean, his career was just taking off. He first released, he released his first studio album, Goodbye and Good Riddance, last year. And uh, by the way, yesterday was also the 39th anniversary. Speaking of John Lennon, the 39th anniversary of one of the saddest days in music history, of course, John Lennon gunned down outside his New York City apartment on December 8th, 1980. So there you go. A lot going on over the weekend. Meanwhile. Yeah, and this might be sad news for some people, too. Snooki (laughs) has quit Jersey Shore. What? Original show ended its sixth season run back in 2012, but... She is three seasons into the follow-up Jersey Shore Family Vacation, and she announced on her podcast that she is done. What are you talking about? She said, I can't believe I'm saying this, you guys. I love you so much, and don't hate me for my decision, but I have to do what's best for me. The show is over now, people. It's done. She says, I'm retiring from Jersey Shore. I'm not coming back for season four. I just can't do it anymore, like literally, leaving my kids to film it is really hard. Like literally? Like literally. (laughs) I try and quit every single day. Says I don't like partying like three days in a row. I'm just it's just not my life anymore, and no. I want to be home with the kids. Oh. 
She did say, though, that she's not done with reality TV, so that's a relief to her fans, I'm sure. But That's good. She's going to have one of those, like, family shows where it's showing her, like, you know, the old school John and Kate plus eight, but it's going to be, like, Snooky and her meatballs. Well, right. she says at 32 years old with three kids, she'd only be interested in a silly, lighthearted show, and Jersey Shore has become a nightmare of drama and negativity. Well, her fans will be sorry to hear that, but... But I'm sure they'll follow her wherever she may land. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com.